I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Because you're Allie, Allie Brown on the Smart Woman Show. Woo, woo. <laughs> I thought you'd do this for everybody. You, you do that to everybody. Thank you, though. I do it for everybody, but it is a original, one of a kind, every single time for everyone. <laughs> I love it. So welcome Hi. to the Smart Woman Show. Allie, I've been following you for 10 years, and you had no idea. Hmm. Did you know that? Did you know I've been following you for 10 years? I knew your name. I knew you've been, you know, I, I knew, like, you know, you know, people, you know, of them, they're in your orbit. And you're not quite sure how or when, but thank you. Yeah. You know, I've been following you. And it, you know what's so cool is because 10 years ago, I mean, I was third or 26 years old. It's like I, I came across your name because of a woman who um, was in our sphere of influence hanging out. She went to one of your events and she came back and she's like, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to do this and I'm going to be this and I'm going to be on stages and all of these dreams that she got from you. And I was like, wow. And my original thought, was I could never do that. And so that's what I really want to piece apart during this, during this interview with you is the woman who doesn't feel that she could ever do something. But first I'll introduce you. Um, I've been stalking Allie for 10 years, as I just said. She <laughs> is like the original coach. The original coach, I would say. You're like kind of like the original online media coach, would you say? I was like the OG. Yeah, like I was like the original gangster. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like the, like the the beginning of i like remember when it cost money for your internet like your internet you didn't want to waste it on videos like that's how long you've been around you've been that's how old i am this is what she's trying to say and she's beating around the book that's it that's no, right no <laughs> not to date you not to date you she is the founder and ceo of women's business empowerment company we lead her company was the fastest is the fastest growing company private companies in the u.s inc 500 said that by the way um today which is super cool which i also want to talk about is that you're the founder of this kind of new thing you're doing i don't know how new it is but we'll find out later of the trust and it's a new premier global network for women entrepreneurs generating seven and eight figure revenues which i think is a super underserved market and you're also the host of one of my favorite podcasts um glambition radio and you you, you absolutely have to be listening to Allie. So Allie, my first question for you, and I think it's an important one, is how's your heart today? My heart. Um, my heart's very heavy with the world right now. So it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting yeah. few months. And like, I don't, I don't know about all of you watching this or you, Tara, but like it's the energies right now are really crazy. So mm -hmm. my heart is full with my family. My heart's full with my work and my clients, but my heart's really heavy for the world. It's scary scary times so how do you manage it how do you where, how do you process um, all of it? I think because um having kids has been really interesting the last year or two because in in a way in a way it's given me more worry right for for them and the state of the world and 
you know, just every, everything piece of news now you get, you think is how is this going to, how is this going to affect my children? But at the same time, it's this amazing um, circle now that we have complete control over, right? Like the love mm-hmm. in our home and the freedom in our home and how we live our lives. And, and even how, you know, over the last year, we pulled them out of school and decided to homeschool. And I mean, real homeschool, not, you know, iPad with school, like, like really like we're going to be in charge of their education and we'll see how long this lasts. There may be a day that I'm like delighted to pack that lunch. and <laughs> But until things get a little more stable for them, you know, it's, um, it's actually been this amazing journey. So there's been so much, there's been a lot of um, realizations of the freedoms that we had, but mm-hmm. we're kind of pushed into claiming this year. And so that's how I balance it. You know, I can uh, only probably take so much of what's going on, like outside. And I have to do that in doses, as some people do, Mm -hmm. if they're sensitive. But then you have this amazing blessed world that you have right in front of you. And you cannot forget that. That's the most important thing. Mm, Gratitude. Yeah, 100%. One thing that I heard you say is speaking into freedom. You know, the freedom to able to pull your kids out of homeschool and 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 teach them or bring in home teachers whatever it is that you're doing but also something that I was listening to on your Instagram is really giving yourself the freedom to be pulled in another direction right now mm. and I was like oh my gosh like I actually just watched that this morning I'm just mm-hmm. getting connected to you and what you're doing right now and what you're creating and I know that and I'd love for you to speak on you know this, this decision that you're making inside of your organization where it's not broken, but you want to move. So, so mm-hmm. tell us about that. Yeah. And this has been a recurring theme um, kind of so, so what happened, I mean, it, and, and this is what women need to realize as well. I'm going to kind of weave this together in, in that, you know, especially we have to remember that business is still so new for us in the relative timeline of history, right. And, and the, the, uh, the powers that we were granted and the opportunities that we have is that giving ourselves more permission to change things when we feel it, when we're called to it and not necessarily basing those decisions on data or outside information or even inside information. It's, it's feeling into where you're going next. And I've always been that way when I look back and finally put that together. And so, um, you know, the first big decision I made was around, I'd say, you know, right after the birth of my twins, which is 2013, I started to know that I want to make some changes in my business. And my number one value has always been freedom. So it's very interesting, like when you are aware of your personal values and when you are starting to feel either resentful or boxed in or something's just not quite feeling right, even though it looks great on paper, it's probably related to one of those core values that you have for yourself. And you have Mm -hmm. to take a real look at, you know, does, is, is what I'm craving aligned with what I've created? And so many women don't even want to look there. They don't want to go there because they're scared that that may be true. And they're scared they may be forced to make choices. But what I did was I started just moving in that direction. I started looking at like programs or things I was doing saying, you know what, this has had great results for clients, but this isn't really doing it for me. And also long-term, I'm not sure if this is going to be sustainable. So let's, let's slowly start like dismantling things, shifting things. So right now, just look at what you can let go of. So I started just very gracefully, you know, letting go of things and saying, bringing closure to some things and opening space and opening space and opening space. And that is how I create the next version. I rarely have the next version already mapped out in my head before I've like made the space for it. And that's the part we hate. 
right? It's the trapeze bar, like that hasn't come yet. And you're like, ah, so um, what happened with the, the trust is, you know, I had to really give myself space for almost two years. And I felt like a rock star that like, it, it was like, I have this imaginary agency that's pressing me for my next album and I don't have it yet. <laughs> so I felt like, you know, like pop stars are, they're so locked into their contracts. It's like, I had this like contract I made up in my mind, like where's Allie Brown's next big thing, right? Oh. And in today's world of social media too, you, you have this underlying feeling constantly that like, if you are not visible and in action, visible in action, then that you may lose your place in line. Mm. You may, you, it, it's almost like you lose your place, right? And so it was a lot of undoing of the ego for a few years. The trust came wow. out. Wow. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was a lot. That's um, like, I just, just, I just want to pause you there yeah, and absolutely. highlight that because it was like, you were like, see, you, because you're huge, Allie. I mean, you're it. This is it. You, you're, you're the one. And so it's like, now you're like, okay, I've, I've, I've made all this difference in the world. I've created all of this stuff. And you start to see yourself in the third person. You're like Salvador, right? You're like talking about Ali Brown as a character. And then it's like, like you said, like unraveling the ego. So I did not mean to interrupt you. I just oh, really no. wanted to highlight that Yeah. for the listening, especially for your women. Okay. The seven and eight figure women, women like, you know, I don't know how much money you make, but women like me, women like you, women like the women that you're working with, you know, you get to this level and you're like, wait a minute, who am I really? Mm -hmm. What do mm -hmm. I want? Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So most of our success is so build, on top, build on top, build on top, build on top, build on top, right? This is how, yeah. this is how we do it. And there's going to be a point and it's different for everyone. And, and I can't comment on other people's timelines, but um, you know, I had to prove to myself too, what I was capable of, you know, a lot of that was my internal, mm -hmm. like, all right, busted through that mark. Let's do this one. You think that's big? Watch this. Right. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. like, that, that was the mood I was in and it was a ton of fun and we helped so many people. But then I was like this, um, a bit creatively starved. And it actually, you know, what's wild Tara is as we're recording this, I think we're like a few days away from the 10 year anniversary of my being on secret millionaire on ABC, wow. which I have wow. to talk about online. We haven't even mentioned. Um, and that was a big game changer. I watched well. that. That was one of the very first episodes of that show that I watched. You saw I mean, me transform on that show. Mm -hmm. that, that was heavy. Um, and I needed that. I needed that. I needed, it was like the GPS shakeup on the phone. And so that, you know, it, it, it was this, uh, I don't want to let people know that this was like a one day decision, everything I've done. It's me always, my business success has always followed my personal development. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some people it's not the case, but that's always where I am. I'm like, where is this leading me? What, what is my purpose? What is this becoming? Who am I becoming? And who am I here to serve? And that, that can change. Who you are here to serve can change, you know, always be mm -hmm. in tune to that. So I'm helping all these women business owners. I love everybody. I'm creating programs for everyone at the time, right? We had a mastermind for you and your dog. We had everything. We had hundred grand program. And then we had, um, you know, after I did the show and was on TV a lot, I felt like, oh gosh, I have to create for something for these people who have no money, but still want to learn. So I had a $10 thing. I mean, we were just, it was all over the place. And that's when I was like, whoa, you know, what, what's my lane? Where am I untouchable? 
who am I here to really serve? And, and especially who am I here to serve that I feel other people can't serve? Where am I a category of one? Mm-hmm. And that's when I zoned in on the women who are at those higher levels. And it's where the conversation does change. It's where your challenges mm-hmm. change. It's where your opportunities change. And it was always somewhere that I felt I actually had the most impact because these women were leaders themselves. Mm-hmm. So it was this ripple effect that was easy. It was enjoyable. And I really felt at home. And so that, that's that been the transition. You know, we just condensed about 10 years into, you know, a few minutes there. But that, that should give a good overview. So tell me about the trust. I, first of all, um, I have an acronym for the word SMART. I have a grade 12 education. You know, I did cool things like I became an auctioneer, but I taught myself how to do that. You know, I taught myself how to be wow. a news anchor. I, I taught myself how to do podcasting. You know, I, t- I taught myself all these things. But really, I built me. I built me. And so along the ways, I struggled with the word SMART. And so I broke it down into an acronym. Uh, serve for S, master one message for M, A is being committed action, R is responsible, be responsible for what you're creating, and T, trust, okay, trust God, trust mm-hmm. yourself, trust others, and yeah. so that's why when I saw that you were creating the trust, I'm like, of course, she's going to be on the show right now, of course, like, I'm talking to Allie Brown now, because she's really speaking into something that I truly believe is important, and mm-hmm. trust is so important. So yeah. talk, let's talk about the trust. Um, why did, let's start with, why did you call it the trust? It's the, and the name came to me, I'm going to share in about 2017. I was literally walking by a sign in LA and it was some financial company, but it said the word trust. It was part of the name and it had it in this. It wasn't like a major company. It was like a smaller one. Just, I was on the door. It was in a gold, that brushed gold or brass or something. And it was in this cool font and it just stayed with me. And I, I told my husband, Brad, I said, I just want to get a picture of this. He's like, what are you doing? You take a picture of a bank sign. I'm like, just hold up. You know, I'm like, there's something here that, that word. Cause I, I had this idea to create this gathering of women, but let me back up a bit as well. So over the last several years, after I zoned in on who I wanted to work with, these women would, after they'd work with me for like a year or two, they'd get coaching. They said, this was great you know, what's next? What, where, where can I hang with more of these women that you've put together? And I said, well, I don't really have anything. I said, there are some organizations for women doing a million plus and here, here they are. You go check those out. And honestly, they come back and they'd be like, no, no, the women that you attract, Allie, like more of mm-hmm. these women. And it's even hard to define that, you know, there's some great organizations out there for good information and, and some good connections, but there's like a heart and soul that I found that was missing. And, um, and so I decided to create that. And that's what the trust is. It's for women who have reached at least that million dollar mark. It's a great, you know, the million dollar mark isn't everything. I want to let everyone know that, but it's such a milestone for women. It's such Mm -hmm. a milestone. And I get it. So if you're hustling to make that, you just, you know, do it for yourself. It it may not be as hard as you think, but you are then in the top two to 3% of women business owners in the country. And you know that saying it's lonely at the top, it really gets suddenly very lonely. And you still go to the same events and you love those people, but you're like, where, where is your cup filled? Where are you around women at the next level? You know, we bring in the special guest advisors, women doing nine figures in their companies. Plus, you know, we had Ellen Latham last year as a speaker at Orange Theory, it was a billion dollar company. So just a different level of thinking. And um and, and that's what this has become. And so we launched in 2020, which I can't recommend, but it was a weird year to launch, like based on live events, right? <laughs> yeah. And so 
we got a great core group going now, you know, we're at about, I'd say we're about 35 members right now, but these women fly in and they don't miss a meeting. They are, um, average revenues in there now are 5 million up to 50 million. And, um, it's just an incredible group. And just to give one sum up, one of our brand new members last time, this woman who was an MD came in and she just said when it, at, at the end of the first day, she basically looked at me and said, after this day, nothing will be the same. And that's what was the biggest difference? What was the biggest difference that you made for her? Because I mean, that she's a doctor, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. How do you make? I would say, especially for women, it's the it's this flipping their thinking to more asset based. If I had to narrow it down to one thing, which they won't, but I'm going to pick one thing that they they probably will comment on. So, for example, one of them, in you know, is working, you know, many women, for example, we have businesses, we use other people's tech solutions, we pay them, well, why not either, you know, one of the ideas, for example, we're exploring for one of the members is either creating her own, or even acquiring one of those platforms. So like, Mm -hmm. how do you flip your thinking from being an earner, and using these services to, for example, either creating your own, and then licensing it to others in your industry, or even raising the funds to then acquire that company that you've been using. Mm -hmm. So just these conversations, you start absorbing them and it flips your thinking in a way that they haven't really been around before. Women typically are great earners, but it's flipping to that wealth consciousness, the bigger ideas, um, more zeros at the end, but also there's this tremendous heart and soul behind it. Yeah, connection and a network, you know, your net, your network is your net worth. So. I love that you're creating this. Like I said at the beginning, it's a very underserviced um, quadrant of of women, yeah. if you will. Because, it actually is, yeah. You know, it's, you're right. It's, it's really underserved. And so I love that you're building this. Um, what would you say is the biggest difference in your experience with the women at the six-figure level or even maybe even, even the woman who's like 50, 60, 70,000, breaking six mm-hmm. figures then into seven figures, the biggest difference in their mindset, which is the biggest difference in mindset. Um, or, or I'm going to say, like, yeah, I'm going to say, difference? well, the one thing here's, here's what I can say for sure. And that is um, it's, it's not as hard as you think once you master the basics. So for example, if you're selling a program right now, that is, let's say, you know, 5,000, 6,000, I'm just making something up right now to kind of give context. Um, you know, it's, it's not harder to charge more or if whatever you're doing, ramp it up to a certain point, right? But then you have to rethink the model. So the trap I see a lot of women get into is they build their business to a certain point with a model. And then maybe to accelerate that, they just start dialing everything up. And you've seen this. So like, oh, I'll just, if this is working, I'll just pour more money into Facebook ads. If this is working, then I'll just have six events a year instead of two and then they want to jump off a bridge and then you know like just turning up the dial is not going to do it so they really have to pull back and sometimes just a little rejiggering of that model could be what flips them over the top and I remember jumping from you want me to yeah I'm trying to think I'm trying to remember what it was like to make less than Mm. (laughs) that was like you know, don't, here's the thing too. have the million dollar dream, but look at where you're at. 
look at the next leap for you. If you can't think quantum right now, then think linear. And that's okay. That's how I started. My big goal when I started was to make like 150 mm -hmm. grand a year and living in New York, I actually thought that was like pretty amazing. I don't know why. Um, but you know, in New York City too, like mm -hmm. it wasn't going to really sustain me. But that was my, I remember having that on my computer when I started my first little business, which was a uh, writing services. And reverse engineered from that, I just had that number and thought, well, how many clients mm -hmm. would I need at X and then this and just have fun, play with the numbers and know that it may look different than you thought it will. Like if you just set that mm -hmm. intention, that money may come in from a different place or you may meet a mm -hmm. magical partner who has a product that works perfectly for your clients or just be open. I think when people get so attached to the model is where things get dangerous because they're, they're so into it. They don't see the opportunities that could be right here. That's probably the, the mindset shift. What I'm hearing you say is really landed for me was more is not always more, you know, it's like, it's like simple is actually more. How can mm -hmm. you scale it back? And Allie, I, th I don't think it's because it was so long ago that it's hard for you to recall. It's because you're actually such a master and a genius at what you do and who you be. It actually, it's your essence. It's everything. But, mm. um, it, and that's why you can't put your, your finger to it. Cause you're like, well, I don't know. I just did it. And I think that that really lends true to the women who listen to my show. They're really brilliant. They're really smart, but they don't necessarily have like a stamp that tells them why. And so yeah. they're searching, why am I special? Who am I? Could I do this? What can I create? And that's, that's also why I love your, your radio show as well, because you mm -hmm. speak into the power of women. And so my question to you is, because I want to shake women sometimes, because they don't realize how important it is that they rise up and build right now. Mm -hmm. And so I'd love it for them to hear it from a different voice. Why is it so important yeah. that women rise up and build right now? Like, let's move. It's um, it's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. It's, I yeah, it's um, got just so many levels. Um, like, there's the global level that the Earth just needs more of our energy and positivity right now, and and like you know, um, common sense, right? If you have common sense, please say something right now. Please speak. Please use your platform. Please share what's on your mind, right? Please just. People need more positive energy and yeah. thoughtful energy and more of that feminine energy. It's so, it's so important. But um, I, I think I'm, I'm going to give kind of a way around to that in that um, the biggest danger I see for so many women starting right now, especially is the comparison online. And you really, like you had brought up something really interesting, Tara, and you said, they're all questioning, like, what is my gift and why am I here? And you know, what's, what's great about when I started is there was no social media. So I, I had no one to compare myself to. Today, I would have researched everything and watched people online and watched what they were doing and said, oh, God, mm -hmm. she's a size two. I don't know if I could do these videos. She looks great. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just was like, I just did it. Yeah. And so try as yeah. much as you can to put yourself in that place and know that no one can duplicate you. I don't care what age, size, color, shape you are. There is a market for you and people who will listen to you and want to learn from you and buy from you. So you just have to completely completely, I mean, that is a huge lesson right now is embrace who you were made to be. And you may not have the full vision. I did not. I still don't have, I don't know. I'm like, I'm always like, God, is, 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 is this like, this is the vision? Is this it? You know, like, you're always like, you don't know for sure. So just keep going and you will be brought the vision. But, um, you know, I always said, God's waiting on you. 
Like you're not going to be mm-hmm. delivered a business plan. You know, you're not going to be delivered a hundred thousand Instagram followers. Like, like you've got to just start saying it, doing it, being it, charging it and magic will happen. Magic mm-hmm. will happen. And in the context of, you know, today, it's just, it, it's so, I don't know, I guess I feel also there's no excuse not to, you know, we have mm-hmm. so many things now it, that make it so easy and, you know, just don't overcomplicate it. Um, and also, you know, what's interesting when you look at the economy right now and, and what happened to so many people who had traditional jobs last year, there, there's no reason not to, because I mean, this is the future. It's so funny, we were all ahead of the curve doing, you know, our own work and using the internet and being online. And now for many people, this could be their first year ever doing that because all the tools are right here. We can do this from home. We could still raise a family. We could still be, um, you know, human and, and human beings while doing, while doing this. So there's, there's really no excuse not to. The only thing you could do to mess it up is overcomplicate it. It's so true. It's so true. And you can overcomplicate things by just sitting on Instagram comparing yourself. You know, when you, when you talked about comparison, I was like, oh, there it is again. Ellie, it comes up on every single podcast, Mm, comparison, self-validation, you know, just every single, it just, it just happens. It just pops up. And and it's probably because it's in me, you know, and maybe since I have the greatest coach in the world, I'll just ask you for some coaching right now because nothing better than listening to somebody else get coached. Um, I'm going to this really high profile event next weekend. Um, It's on a serious matter. It's on, it's on human trafficking. So this event has nothing to do with me. It is a complete outward focused meeting of powerful minds. Um, I, I, I feel very, very honored to be invited, but I have no idea why I'm in the room. I'm like me, what? Well, like why me? Right. And so it's like, how do you tell, and, and this, this, like, help me, I got to walk into this room and I'm committed to being outward focused, but because I can run this comparison gamut, like, how do I break through? How do I be in the room and complete outward service focus when I'm scared, timid, like freaking out inside that I'm not enough? Uh, and that you, I, yeah, okay. That, that maybe it's not a room that you should belong in. It's more of the imposter? Total imposter syndrome. Okay. Yeah. I know I am. I like, I, I know why I'm there. Like, it's like that, that it's like, I can see why Tara Aldridge is in the room. I can see that she fits there uh, from an outside perspective, but inside I'm still that little girl who is scared. It doesn't, you know, doesn't want to show up. Yeah. Doesn't, you know, wants to play small. Yeah. Well, it was brought to you for a reason. That's where I've always, you know, two things. One is that um, obviously this was arranged somehow without your doing, right? So this was, this mm-hmm. opportunity was brought yeah. for you. 100% so always, always coming from that place, it takes you out of it. You had nothing to do with it, right? So like take that pressure off yourself that even you're trying to prove to be there. You have nothing to prove. You're there to be of service, right? It's all you need to do is be mm-hmm. open and be of service. And I'll tell you something else really interesting. Every room I've ever walked into, even those ones that I was like nervous or it's a boardroom of guys and we're looking at a deal or just something like, I have always walked out of there going like, geez, they were not as smart as I thought. Like, I don't know, that has nothing to do with really this event you're going to. But really, it's just so funny. The re- and, and I, I want to take away the topic of, obviously, you're going to something that's real and legit. There's probably like legitimate, amazing people working on this issue. Let's switch this to like a business event. Sometimes we walk in 
you know, and ha- half the time I'll walk out and be like, wow, those people were completely full of shit. Like I had no idea. <laughs> like, you know? mm-hmm. So yeah. like you just, you know, the more of these rooms you get in, you feel just so comfortable being there and you know, like, wow, I, I can really be of service here. I listen a lot. I speak when I have something to say, but I think you're going to have a great opportunity there to, to learn a lot and be of service and maybe of more service than, than mm-hmm. you may realize. That's where I would come from. You know, and it, it's so true because we always know the answer to our questions, right? It's like, oh, right. It goes back to smart. What do you do when you want to quit? Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we all get that feeling of maybe I don't need to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe it isn't working. Like maybe I'm going to just quit this aspect of it. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I don't fight that feeling. I'll just kind of sit with it or I'll slow down or I'll take a nap mm-hmm. or... Um, often that feeling comes from me putting, me placing deadlines on something that didn't need a deadline. If that makes sense. Because how are you judging? Okay, I'm just going to repeat you. Yeah, I'm I'm going to repeat you because I think that's really important. You said, because this is reverse engineering your genius for you right here, Allie. You said, I don't fight that feeling. Now, we, maybe we experience it. Maybe you experience it. Maybe the listener experiences the urge to quit. But you just said, I don't, I don't fight that when it comes up. And so that is money right there. Mm. Like that, that coaching right there, when you want to quit, when you feel resistant, when you feel like you just want to blow everything up or you want to throw your hands up in the air, you don't fight it. Yeah, no, maybe I just need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or a nap. Like, like, or a nap. Like everyone, yeah, or, or a nap. Or um, I know for me, like all, all these all these deadlines and stuff are typically self-imposed. You know, mm. you really break this down. Like there was a point to like like a quick example is, you know, I, I have a, a full book proposal sitting in a desk drawer that was supposed to happen like two years ago. And then the more I got into this down long story short and what I can share and not share is like the more I started getting into this deal the more it didn't feel right and so mm-hmm. and it was mutual too like I just like we're just like let, let me let me pull this back and the book will have its time and place but there's no rush there's like no no rush and I think I think I felt before there was like deadlines and I had to do x before I'm mm-hmm. 40 and x before I'm 45 and I'm turning 50 in a few months I'm going into the back nine you know and I'm like I, you know, maybe I'll have a book and, and you know, some people are like, Oh, I can't die with my book inside. I'm like, I don't care. Like I've done great work, you know, <laughs> like, like, like someone can publish it when I'm gone. I'm just not putting this pressure on. Like I'm, I think what we have to adjust with now, and especially today's times is be more gentle with ourselves right now. Mm. Be um, go with the flow and seeing what you are providing and what the world needs and just be a little more adaptive. That's my biggest advice for everyone. And if you stay in tune to that and what you're feeling, what you're channeling, what you're praying, and like, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. We build ourselves, we, we, we leave our jobs because we hate the structure and all this self-imposed, you know, uh, rules and stuff. And then we go build ourselves back in the exact same box within mm-hmm. our industries. And yeah. I was just kind of done. I think I had a quickening of that and had fun and did it all. And suddenly I'm like, oh, wait, that was fun. But now you know, what do I want to create? What is the framework I'm going to live in? We're all creating our own models. And that is the such exciting thing about this time that we're living in right now. 
Wow. Wow. What a, what a permission slip we've, we've all been given ladies today from Allie to create whatever the heck we want to create, give ourselves grace, love ourselves, but be a badass at what you're doing, you know, and acknowledge what you're great at and move towards it step by step, not knowing what, not knowing what's going to be there. It doesn't matter. Just keep moving. Be fearless. Allie, thank you so much for blessing us all today. And ladies, gonna, if you I'm want- I'm gonna get you back. Tara, Tara, how does that feel? Tara, 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 Tara. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Oh my gosh, Allie Brown just saying these songs. Ladies, listen, here's the deal. Um, I know I, I, we've got all kinds of ladies who listen to this show. If you're a seven and eight figure earner, um, there's, there's not a lot of coaches in that industry, um, especially female ones. So I invite you to reach out to Allie on Instagram. She's really responsive where her team is. I don't know if it's actually you, but mostly um, me, they're actually really, on Instagram. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Um, find her, reach out. And yeah. of course the, the podcast and, and everything. You, Allie, you're, you're, you're famous. Okay. They're going to find you. You're amazing. Sweet. This was great. Thank, thank you so Tara. much for being here. Yeah. You're so welcome. I love you. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.